Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. The difference between an oak and a bonsai, apart from their size, is the root system. Whereas the bonsai may be interesting, perhaps even curiously captivating, it is the oak that has strength to endure in spite of the fire, the drought, and the storm. People come in both dimensions, you know. Some, like the bonsai, have no deep roots and never mature or grow. Others, like the oak, put down their roots into the Word of God. They're still there after the storms have blown and ravished the landscape of life. I've been thinking about the advice that Paul wrote to a group of people who were not especially noted for their strength of character or moral fortitude, the Corinthians. In the book we call 1 Corinthians, Paul wrote to them about the return of Jesus Christ and the certainty of the resurrection. He told them to be steadfast, unmovable. Exactly what does that mean? Is that to suggest that we are to be belligerent and difficult? Not really. But here's what it does mean. The first word steadfast means firmly established, not subject to doubt, issues completely settled. It came from the root of a word that described a house firmly sitting on the foundation, or was used to describe something which rested securely on a large rock. The second word, which is translated unmovable, was used just once in the New Testament. In this passage where Paul says we are to be unmovable, and that word describes exactly what it implies. Nothing can move you. Steadfast, unmovable. Would you say that these words describe you, friend? Or to be perfectly honest, would you admit that there are days when your faith is pretty shaky? Things happen, and you ask yourself, where is God when I'm hurting, or why did he allow this? How is it possible to have a faith that is steadfast, resting on the foundation of the Word with Christ as your rock? There's only one way, and that is to go to the Scripture and settle the issue once and for all that Jesus Christ lived, died, and rose again, and that God has revealed himself through the pages of his Word. And come hell or high water, you can trust him. Then, and only then, can you be unmovable, as Paul encouraged the Corinthians to be. Elizabeth Elliot told how, in January 1955, as she and four other women were waiting to learn of the fate of their husbands who had flown a small plane to a sandy landing strip in an Ecuadorian jungle, she was sustained by the words of an old hymn, one of my favorites, which goes, Fear not, I am with thee, O be not dismayed. For I am thy God, and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand, upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand. When through the deep waters I call thee to go, the rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For I will be with thee, thy trials to bless, and sanctify to thee thy deepest distress. The soul that on Jesus hath leaned for repose, I will not, I will not desert to his foes. That soul, though all hell should endeavor to shake, I'll never, no, never, no, never forsake. Steadfast, unmovable. Is it possible to be like that in our world today? Yes, 
it is possible to survive the storms being fully persuaded, abiding under the wings of the shadow of the Almighty. That's exactly what Paul had in mind. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. Visit givetoguidelines.org and become a partner in sharing hope and encouragement in Christ with others around the world. That's givetoguidelines.org. Thanks for listening and join us again for Guidelines for Living.